Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I saw a social media post that stirred my spirit and I decided to talk to you about it today. As Mother's Day approaches, so many estranged moms dread it and wish it were just over. I remember that dread when I was earlier on my estrangement journey and I want you to know there is a way out of feeling that way. Whether it's Mother's Day or any other day, There are three phases and one central concept that will walk you out of misery and into a better place. Let's talk about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Estranged Mom Coach Podcast. Are you going through a family estrangement from your adult son or daughter? Do you wonder why your child cut you off, if there's a way to save the relationship, or how you can ever feel happy again? You can only distract yourself and avoid thinking about it for so long, and then it hits you all over again. How can this be happening? I'm Jenny Good. I'm a certified coach trained in mindset neuroscience, family estrangement, and emotional healing. I'm also a mom who's been through adult child estrangement and reconciliation. I teach Christian estranged moms how to increase their odds of reconciling with their child and how to achieve emotional healing and happiness in the meantime. And we do it from a biblical perspective. So grab your tea, pop in your AirPods, and exhale. Welcome home, Sister Mom. It's going to be okay. Quick disclaimer, I am a certified coach, not a therapist. If you think you're suffering from a mental health disorder, please seek help from a licensed therapist or call 911. Hello, dear friend. Come in and sit with me a while. I was on Facebook earlier today, and I saw someone post about how she was already dreading Mother's Day. It immediately moved my spirit, and there was a sadness that washed over me. Because I know so many precious moms needlessly dread that day when they don't have to. That's why it is so important that we talk about estrangement openly so that we can share our real feelings and talk about how to process our emotions and find better ways of living through estrangement. I remember dreading Mother's Day. I also recall how the relief came in three phases for me, all stemming from one central concept. I'm going to share that central concept and the three phases with you today. And wherever you find yourself on that map of those three phases, The central thought that makes them all work is going to be the same. Before we get into it, I want to invite you to come closer. If you've been listening to the podcast and feeling drawn to work with me as your estrangement coach, this is your invitation. If you are at a place where you're tired of Facebook groups that just ruminate in misery, this is your invitation. And if you're fed up with the devil selling you lies, that makes you feel helpless, guilty, or consumed with sadness, this is your invitation. Let's have a conversation about your situation and see if estrangement coaching is your solution. Get on my calendar at theestrangedmomcoach.com forward slash schedule and let's get you on a path to a better place. Okay, so let's talk about dreading Mother's Day. When I was in that space of dreading Mother's Day, 
I was living in a false story. My daughter and I were estranged at the time, and I felt like I almost could not stand seeing the social media posts from moms who were showing off their flowers or their dinners with appreciative, loving adult children. I was telling myself that without my daughter, there was no way that I could fully celebrate that day and that I had failed as a mom anyway, so why celebrate? I told myself that Mother's Day just brought up hurtful memories and reminders of what I could never have again. All of that was a false narrative written by the devil and designed to disempower me and keep me in misery. And if that's where you are today, it's okay, because that's where we all start from when we're estranged. We all start from that place. The key is not staying in that false story. But how do we leave that false story? We operate from a concept of radical love. Love for not only the estranged child who hurt us, but also love for ourselves. And I call this radical love because it's about loving yourself when you feel like you messed it all up. It's about loving a child who's hurting you. It doesn't mean that you agree with your child on everything, and it does not mean that you decide you've never made a mistake. Radical love is about realizing that neither you nor your child has to change a single thing in order to start loving both of you more deeply and fiercely. That is radical love. Radical love does not imply that you don't want to change or that you don't want the situation to change. It is actually the first step in making that change happen. In my estrangement journey, I moved from that story of defeat to a story where I had my own back emotionally. It was a stage of radical love for myself, and it did not happen all at once. It was gradual. I use Instacart a lot for my groceries, and I decided I was going to order myself flowers from Instacart, and I loved them. They weren't overly expensive. They weren't maybe overly fancy to some people, but they brightened up the room, and they made me smile at least a little bit. I loved myself enough that even if I had made big mistakes as a mom, I wanted to give myself flowers for Mother's Day. I didn't need to punish myself by depriving myself of celebrating that I am a mom. I did not need to wait around for my daughter to send me flowers. I can celebrate now. I can have flowers to symbolize that celebration now. And I could give myself what I longed for. I could give it to myself. Was it the same as if my daughter gave them to me? No. And I learned that it did not need to be the same to be good. If you're in a space where your estranged child for sure will not be sending you flowers or giving you a card this Mother's Day, ask yourself, what does love say about this? Would love say, I deserve happiness? Would love tell me to be gentle with myself? Would love tell me to give myself flowers? or treat myself to a favorite dinner. Maybe love would tell me to celebrate by watching the sunset with a glass of wine and my journal, writing about a happy memory from my motherhood journey. What is love saying to you right now? After I leaned into radical love for myself, an interesting thing happened. I also leaned into radical love for my daughter. I was able to think of her with compassion, imagining how she might feel. Even when her words had hurt me 
or her silence felt like rejection on top of rejection, like salt in an open wound. Even in that space, I could decide to love her more deeply, not agree with her choices, but love her anyway, and understand that she must have been in pain. Somewhere in that timeline, my daughter and I started working on reconciliation, and it was like two steps forward and three steps back at the beginning, but we kept working toward a healthier, better relationship, and we're still working on it. I actually think people work on it for the rest of their lives because relationships are living, moving things. And then we entered the third phase. She came to my place to help me with something. And as I walked into the room, I was greeted by a miracle. My formerly estranged daughter was standing there with a beautiful bouquet of flowers for me, for Mother's Day. She was a little early, but who cares? I think the timing was perfect. And as I looked at those flowers, my heart felt like it was overflowing with light-filled water, saturated in pure love. Not because things between us are perfect, but because I choose radical love. I choose to feel happiness and compassion and to allow where we are in this process to be enough for this moment. I allowed the feeling of radical love to be the goal, not whether she would see things my way or even if our relationship would heal, but rather just love. The way I chose to feel came directly from the thoughts I chose to think. And there is something so healing about realizing that you get to choose your emotions instead of being led around by them. Even if you feel like the pain is so big that you could not possibly choose anything else, I promise you can make a different choice. Feeling better is available to you. Okay, friend, that is what I have for you this time, and I hope it blesses you. Hey, Sister Mom, thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, helped you, or blessed you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it too. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are a daughter of the Most High King, and you are not alone.